Hello, my beautiful people. You are tuned into the Planter Podcast, where we focus on faith, growth, and lifestyle. This is a podcast that propels both men and women to live their God-given purpose one conversation at a time. I'm your host, I'm Yashodi, and I am so grateful that you have tuned in to the Planter Podcast. going on my party people it is your girl damio shodi the host and the creator of the planter podcast so happy that you have tuned in to another episode this week and just welcome what is going on i hope things are on and popping in your life you feels me so this episode today we're gonna just kind of i don't know talk chat chit chat about just things, but I wanted to answer a question that somebody posed to me. So this is kind of really off rip, to be honest. But they asked me, why do I do what I do? So for those of you who don't know, and if maybe this is your first time listening or you're getting acquainted to the planter, Basically, I have created in the last four years a platform, an online platform um, through podcasting, through events, blogs, social media, all that stuff. And through the platform, my number one goal is to encourage and equip women to live out their purpose with passion and with excellence. Now, if you don't really understand like the backstory as to like why I've started this. You can listen to my past episode about why I started my podcast from scratch coaching course, kind of the origins behind that. But it really stems from this idea of purpose, but really just living in your true authentic self, the way that God has called you to live. Um, I mentioned in that podcast that I literally had no idea, you know, what my purpose was. I had no idea of the concept of purpose and that there was a reason that I was on this earth. Even though I was a Christian, I didn't realize that, you know, we had individual missions, which is so wild. And I remember at 21, just feeling like, why am I even here? Like, what am I doing? What is the point of even getting up in the morning? Like, why am I doing what I'm doing? And it just got to a really scary point for me. And it's like as if the Holy Spirit had downloaded this idea of purpose, this idea of just living for the glory of God in the way that's unique to you, through the gifts and the talents and the skills and everything that he has given you. So growing up, I didn't necessarily see that example. I remember in a um, in a sermon that I heard when I was in my teenage years, the pastor had said, well, there's two ways that you can serve God. Either you basically like maybe help clean up the church um, or give money to this ministry or you just support the pastor. So like to me, like I just 
didn't think that was really interesting. I was like, that's, that's, that's it. That's all you can do to serve God. Like, I just found that pretty wild. And I don't know. I just kind of went on a quest of like, so what is this? So is that what, is that the best that life has to offer? I mean, you see people living all this like lavish life and all this beautiful, doing all these beautiful things. And you wonder like, okay, so if I'm supposed to just like pay money to the church and like clean it, and that's all that I can do if I'm not a pastor, that's the best way for me to serve God with my life. I just couldn't understand it. I couldn't get it. Uh, um, so that, again, the idea of purpose and just that idea of like walking in your calling was completely foreign to me. And just even seeing the people and you know, adults that I had grown up and witnessed, they just lived such, um, what's the word? Lackluster type of lives or like nothing was thrilling. It was almost seemed kind of suffocating. Like I was telling my coach, you know, we were just kind of talking and I was like, she asked me, she was actually the one who asked me this question. And I was just like growing up, I just saw, you know, women's voice being silenced, them not actually having the opportunity to do what they're called to do. Either their spouses were literally creating situations to hinder them from, you know, greater opportunities and doing greater things and using that ploy of like, you're a wife, you stay at home as like a way to, to force the woman to submit or, you know, just living this life of like, oh, I have this, I have that. But once you know the real details of their homes, it's really sad and unfortunate. There's a lot of things that are going on that are just not brought to the forefront. And I just see women, or I saw women really just deteriorating day by day you know, trying to keep up with the Joneses, trying to keep up with the expectations of their abusive spouses and society and keeping up this facade. But it's like they had so many talents and you could see their talents. You could see what they could do, but they didn't even have the courage to even go out there and do it. They would hide behind, you know, I don't have money I don't have this. Who's going to take care of that? You don't understand. Because I'm somebody who, like, if you know me, I'm somebody, once you give me an idea, it's like my mind flips it into like multiple things for you to do with it. So if you have a skill, like maybe I've seen something similar to what you're doing in the past, or I don't know, my mind is just really creative. I'm a natural consultant. So it's like, I just kind of see things and I was like, oh, you can do this. You can do that. Why don't you try this? Why don't you try that? So at a young age and just growing up, like I do that, but people just be like, no, you no, I can't do that. No, you just don't understand. No. But at the older I got, I realized there was just so many external and also internal forces and voices that were just silencing the voices of these women. So once I grabbed hold of this idea of purpose and like, you know what I'm saying? Like really living out for God, like really, truly, honestly living out for God in the way that you are intended to, 
I was like, I'm not forfeiting that type of life for whatever I've witnessed and seen. Like, I'm just like, I'm not going back to that. I'm not going back to the false beliefs and the false ideas and imageries and all these things that people try to normalize. And maybe in your life, they try to normalize to you that this is the best that you can do. You know, when I read the Bible and I think of the things that people in the Bible have done, it amazes me like normal people are just doing extraordinary things. We look at Abraham. Abraham literally had so much favor that God was literally going to demolish a whole uh, people if, for example, the Pharaoh had taken Abraham's wife. Or like Abraham had found so much favor with foreigners in their land that they were willing to give, you know, land to him for free once his wife died. Like extreme favor, extreme wealth, wherever he went. I look at, I was reading Esther a couple of days ago and just this ordinary girl who, you know, was taken up by the officials in their land to possibly be a wife to the king. And it just so happened that she was that wife or she was, she became the queen. And because she became the queen, she was able to save a whole land of people, which seems like, you know, sometimes you kind of read the Bible and I was like, okay, you know, another Bible story. But like thinking of the impact of that, just an ordinary person, but just this ordinary person just had so much impact by the way God led them, it would be crazy for me to believe that we are just supposed to live quiet lives. And we're supposed to just live like this life where I look the same. There's this formula that we're going to follow. There's this formula we have to stick to. You know, I don't know if this is, you know, your church, but I've personally seen it in the body of Christ. Like there are certain jobs that we will run to thinking like, this is all that I can be. This is all that I can do to serve God. I don't want to live a loud life. I don't want to live an extravagant life because, you know, I'm just trying to be humble and let God raise me and all that stuff. But it's like, you have literally so much talent, so many gifts that God would call for you to grow into and to become. But it's like, we're hiding behind this false narrative or false belief that this is the best that I can do for God. And it's just like, what, like, you know, I was, you know, with all the things that are happening with all the social justice that is happening and just how um, the world is just changing. I'm like, God is probably calling people that think they're supposed to be missionaries. And I'm not nothing against missionaries, but um, people that think that that's their thing. He's probably calling y'all to be lawyers, like to be lawyers, but lawyers that are going to go into the justice system and literally bring the justice of God to where wickedness has ruled for so many years. You know, we're always thinking of like, oh, how do we fight? You know, we just need our own things as Christians. We need our own schools. We need our own spaces. We need our own stuff, our own, own, own. But we're called to be a light in the darkness. And our light at times is our our gifts. Our light at times is the way we carry ourselves, the philosophies that we bring to the table, like Holy Spirit-led logic, understanding, wisdom, 
Those are the things that help defeat darkness, not just creating our own thing. We got to do things on our own way. But it's like, bro, like you're supposed to be a judge. Like you're supposed to be mayor of a city because God wants you to bring his love and his justice to that place and demolish the strongholds of the enemy in that place. So why in the world would you think that you're supposed to play small? You are literally supposed to change the culture of businesses. Like you're supposed to go into a place and create a new system where greed and envy and all types of things have taken over. But because God has given you a blueprint for a business idea, you can literally transform the way business is done in a specific industry or area. And it's like, we have all of these ideas, all of these imaginations and things, but we want to play so small because of what we've seen growing up or what we believe or the people around us, the way that they think tells us that you can't do that. And it's not like anybody's really telling you you can't. I mean, maybe they are, maybe they're bold enough, but they're just like, look, you can't. But it's by the example, it's what we see, it's what we absorb. Those are the things that most likely we're going to just play out in life and be like, well, this is the best because my mom did it that way. Uh, my grandma did it that way. You know, my aunt did it that way. So this is the best way. But it's like, I'm here to tell you that what you've seen in the past is not the way. I, I, I really believe that God is like calling people to his 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 children to like higher places and really get into the nitty-gritty of the industries and the places on this earth that we have not been able to take dominion over but i'm saying like you show up to a place and just because the way that you show up your ideas your your imagination whoever you are it changes the place. It absolutely transforms the way people think. You leave a place and people are blessed. All these business ideas that you have, your podcast idea, your book idea, and really doing it in the best way possible. Like doing it to the best of your ability and not just being like, well, because I have the Holy Spirit, I don't really need to do anything. But no, like investing your time, your energy into learning so you can be the best. You're an artist. You want to be the best that you can be. So why do I do what I do? I think for me, it's really to activate that thing or those things in you. Like I feel Believers should be in the top of places in this world, in fashion, in movies, government, you name it, we need to be there. Those are our battlefields. We have other battlefields as well. Some of us are called to be missionaries. Some of us are called to be pastors and evangelists and all those things and prophets and those five-fold jobs. Some of us are called but a lot of us are called to the marketplace. A lot of us are called to just 
go in there and take the wisdom and the knowledge of Christ and just shake it up. So I think my goal is to just shake that thing in you first, like tell you to wake up, like wake on up, stop pretending like you don't care about business, stop pretending that you don't care about beauty and fashion, stop pretending that you don't care about fitness and all those things, it's too worldly, it's too, forget all of that. I'm here to just get you together so you can go out there and shake up your industry and shake up your area of influence because we all have some area of influence somewhere. No longer are we going to be tied to false beliefs, false narratives or of what mom had, what happened to mom or what happened to grandma. Like we're breaking generational curses. That's something that I've been very adamant on and I've, and I've, really been walking in the freeness of that, even though it's difficult because of what I've seen in the past, it's like, no, like I am, I'm doing a new song. I'm singing a new song. Like what has happened before, it's not happening with me. So I'm walking in that confidence that God is going to do a new thing in my life. And just to be that example for you as well. So if you're listening and you're like, I know, like, I think I'm, I I may, I think I've been going this way, but really my imagination, and I believe that imagination is a way for God to show you a blueprint to what you're supposed to do. It's been telling me something else. And that's the direction I need to go. You know, when I was doing medicine, I still had the visions of me speaking. I just thought maybe I would just speak about medicine, but speaking and all those things were still on my mind, creating, doing something creative. It was still on my mind. Working with women was something on my mind. But these are just the blueprints that I needed in order to move forward to where he really wanted me to go. So I do what I do to activate you so you can go out there and really be the light in the darkness and really do what you're supposed to be doing and fully live in who you are and just be excited. Life is exciting. There's so many beautiful things for us to experience. There's joy to be had in this world. There's no need for us to be living like sacrificial lambs. Like Jesus already did it. He died on the cross for us to live with passion and with excellence. So that is my mission for you. And that is just to live out your life with passion and with excellence. And I just want to put this out there, especially if you know that God has called you to use your voice. You are somebody who's supposed to really share your expertise with the world, share your journey with the world through podcasting then I definitely want to have a conversation with you. I would love for you to um, fill out. I'm going to leave a link in the notes so you can click the link and set up a time to speak with me. I would love to have a conversation with you about your podcasting goals and what you're doing and get you fully activated in your podcast because podcasting is the way like people are, are making podcasts every day, not just because it's cool, but it's, there's a reason and there's a rhyme to it. So if you know that you are and you have an you're an established business owner, established entrepreneurial woman who wants to create a podcast that really is going to shake up your industry, I want you to sign up for a free call with me 
so we can just kind of understand the direction and get more clarity on your podcast. All right. So thank you so much for listening to The Planter. I hope that this podcast blessed you and and share it with a friend. You know, people got to listen and understand this too. Like we're just breaking off the the idea of what we think we're supposed to be doing all that. No, we're going to be living out what we're supposed to be doing. All right. So speak to you on the next episode. Bye.